36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. Hey, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of week, yes, for our Sunday conversation. I'm your host, Coach Goins. Listen, you say, Coach, man, what's popping? Well, you know what? We are on a uh, remote location. We're not in the gym. We're not in the studio. No, actually, we are at Victory Worship Center in Stanton, Virginia. You say, Coach, man, you always hanging out there. Well, if I ain't home and ain't on the road, most of the time I am right here at Victory Worship Center. But listen, before we get major into this whole conversation today, we got to make sure we pay the bill so we can stay on the air. So we'd like to thank our uh, title sponsor, and that is none other than Mr. Curtis Jackson, your independent broker agent benefits coordinator and insurance salesman out of North Carolina and now servicing Virginia as well. So if you have insurance needs, please reach out to him at 919-614-5796. And make sure you tell him that you heard uh, this advertisement on Basketball More in the Game. We appreciate him and his staff for his continued support of our program. So, you know, say, Coach, man, what, what, what are we talking about today? So, you know what, as we always say, make sure you got them laced up tight and make sure you're going to lean, listen, and learn because we have none other than Mr. Dwight Simmons from Stanton, Virginia. And somebody said, who is Dwight Simmons? You're going to find out why he's on this show. <laughs> so without further ado, Coach, we welcome you to Basketball Morning Game. Thanks a lot, brother. It's great to be here. And you know what, folks, uh, so you know what, we're going to go, not only we're going to talk about a little bit of local basketball, we're going to talk about life, we're going to talk about what makes uh, Dwight uh, success, uh, not only uh, in his everyday role as a husband, as a father, as a coach, but most importantly, what he's doing on the international market. So with that, uh, without further ado, uh, make sure that uh, I recognize uh, our followers and appreciate everybody that's dialing in on the U.S. as well as all of our folks on the international market. We just found out that we got some folks uh, dialing us in in the DR, the Netherlands, Kuwait, and Canada. We also want to appreciate our folks in Japan, Australia, United Arab Emirates, United Kingdom, Finland, and Germany. So we want to give everybody a shout out and just appreciate your continued support. So keep the emails flowing. Uh, you know, hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear, and we'll try to dial that in. And you can make sure you check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean.com, Facebook, and also SoundCloud. Now, we got all that out of the way. <laughs> We're going to get down to brass tacks. So, you know what? You say, who is Dwight Simmons? So, you know what? I'm going to let him tell you that a little bit, who he is. So, Coach, if you don't mind, kind of introduce yourself and just tell the folks who you are. Well, I think first and foremost, I am a Christian. Amen. You know, Jesus Christ is my Savior. Uh, secondly, I am a husband, a father, a mentor, teacher, and whatever else I can do to help people out. You know what? And that, that's a plateful. So, you know, so you say, well, Coach, you know, how, how does this come about? So let me tell you how this comes about. I, I've known uh, Coach and, uh, for, for several, several years and uh, just had the opportunity to work with him in the last couple of years as, as assistant coach uh, with our travel basketball uh, team that we had here at uh, Victory Worship Center, Act Sports Eagles, and he did a you know great great job. And you know what? We're gonna talk about that in a second. Uh, just I'm gonna go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. We went to Florida last year and trying to get these guys dialed into the process, and we were there and we didn't have a good showing. But I want you to know what happened when we came back on this side of the planet. These these young men went on and worked hard all season long, and ended up winning the state championship right here in. Uh, their hometown at Lehigh School. We had a couple other guys from Fort 
uh, High School, where actually Dale Curry played, and uh, Lee uh, High School is where Kevin Madden played. So those are two, you know, pretty big basketball names. And in that, so you said, Coach, will you? How's this tie in? Well, Coach uh, Simmons uh, had the opportunity coaching probably ninety percent of these guys. Uh, ever since the third or fourth grade uh, and working. So, Coach, if you don't mind, kind of share with our listening audience, you know, what you did and, and the time and effort that you put in as you saw that whole evolution from a, from young kids, uh, almost boys to men, if you will. Well, I think it's like any other coach. You want to see your players achieve their best. You know, you want to pull the most out of them that you can as a basketball player, but as a, you know, as a person as well. So, you know, ever since the boys were, you know, eight years old, we've been working together to build towards something. And we've put the time in, and believe me, a lot of time, a lot of heartache, a lot of headache. But we put the time in, and it was great to see our boys achieve a goal that they had set for themselves. You know, and as well as you know, we had some rough practices. You know, we had a (laughs) rough time in Florida, but the boys learned. And uh, I feel like we did our job. I can see them now. I can talk to them right now. They'll talk to me just like a friend, which means they they trust me and they're honest with me. And that's all I could ask for. Basketball is, you know, just the cherry on top. Okay. The relationship is, is the key. And uh, we've been building that for a long time, and it's paying off right now. You know what? And, and folks that don't know, and, and people say, you know, well, you know, well, it's just a sport, and that, that's why that's why the title of our podcast, Basketball, More in the Game, because it is more in the game. It's allowed us to be able to think about it. We were able to sit back and take these young men on. Some of them had never been on a plane before. That's right. You know, here it is, 2016, almost, you know, juniors and seniors in high school, and they had never been on an airplane. Um, and then, you know, be able to – and some of them had never been away from their parents. And, yes, we had parents crying in the parking lot. So, you know how it is. We're going to keep it real, uh, not calling anybody out. But it is – that is the truth. And, again, it's just, you know, coaches like Coach Dw- uh, Dwight that's taking time out. You know, think about, you know, getting up on Saturday morning, rolling out, you know, packing his van and, you know, sweeping through the neighborhood and loading these kids up and, you know, taking them to practice, taking them home for practice, and in between that, feeding some of them, uh, you know, sheltering some of them. And, and, and then when somebody uses the word coach and use it in the wrong frame, uh, I have major problems with that. But a hat's off uh, to this outstanding uh, gentleman uh, that's sitting across the mic from me, for one, from his time, his talent, and everything that his, he and his family poured into these young men because I didn't have the opportunity to be at the state championship game, but how was that feeling? Uh, and I, I know as a parent, as a coach, but t- I wasn't there, but tell me, as that clock started winding down, I, mean, <laughs> I want to hear from you. I don't want, I don't want no player. I want to hear from a mentor. You, you poured into these, these young guys all their life. So share that with us. I tell you, the, the game was um... – you know, they pretty much had the game in hand the whole game. A couple of times got a little close. They get within, you know, eight points or so. But most of the time, they were still in the lead. But I can tell you, as a parent and as a coach, that game was the most uh, anxious-filled game that I've ever been to. As You know, being a coach and everything, that game just trying to see your boys <laughs> accomplish their exactly. goal. And, you know, I'm – trying not to bite my nails, and I'm just sitting there just as anxious as it can be, tapping my foot, shaking my hand, whatever I can do to try to release some of this nervous energy. And to then finally see them win it, when you know they got it wrapped up, you know, there's 30 seconds left and yep. you're going to win. 
it was just, you know, exuberation, you yeah. know, just to see my boys on their floor, just happy as they could be. It's just, you know, it's, it's nothing like it. Right. And you know, folks, if you don't ever have the opportunity to, to win a state title or win a, a championship, what Coach is framing out, and again, uh, my son won the state championship in baseball. You know, so I'm sitting there waiting for that last pitch to come down and that last, you know, strike, uh, the ball, you know, me, yeah, I, they won and it was a ground ball to third base and the kid came up and he threw it to first base. And, and as we say, we keep it real here on basketball more in the game. The tears just started rolling down my face, yes. you know, because all of the hard work, the, the time and the effort and, and, and walking out and, and hitting balls. And so, you know, and, and I know, I know how I felt the last game that I was able to see. Uh, the young man played because actually uh, Coach uh, Dwight and I would get ready to head to Haiti. Uh, so I went to actually was uh, we're in Richmond and they had the one of the playoffs game and and went by and uh, and saw him playing. Uh, but you know that's what it's all about. You know, so think about let's let's kind of fast forward this. You know, twenty years from now, you know, no matter where Coach is, these young men are gonna walk up and they're gonna remember the time and the effort that he put into them uh, and sewing into that. So let's talk about this. I know. Uh, uh, your son was on that team. So let, let's talk about fathers that's out there coaching their sons. If you don't mind, share how do you keep that balance of coaching your son on a team, his teammates, and being able to go back in the gym and then watch them play under another coach? Um, it can be – well, let me start with this. Okay. You know, coaching your son is – it can be challenging – you, do, you have to make sure that you treat him the exact same way you treat the other kids on the basketball court. In practice, at the game, if your son messes up and you get on him, it's got to be like that for everybody. Yep. You can't let him slide because he's your son. Or, they, or your other players will think it's unfair and won't play for you. So you have to keep it real, you know. As far as watching him other coach, with other coaches, sometimes it can be frustrating, you know, because I, I, I see him in a different light. Right. You know how parents are. Yep. You know, their kid's the best. You know, <laughs> but I didn't expect too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't expect him to be a superstar or anything like that. I just want him to play and play his role and do it to the best of his ability. You know, and, and that's a great call out. So, you know what? So, here we go. You know how Coach Goins is. I'm going to call you out. So, all you coaches that's dialing this in, and I know I get some feedback, but that, that's, you know, what Coach uh, Dwight is framing out here is, is exactly right, you know, because. You know, every coach has different philosophy, and once that player understands his role and gets on that team, you know, he, being your son or not or a player that you played with and he's on another coach's team during the season, you know, that player had maybe comes back to you for feedback. So give him that feedback and understand his role. Uh, and that's what I loved about our high school coach. Uh, you know, Coach Capel would, you know, he would bring everybody in as individuals and said, this is what I need for you to do on this team for us to be successful. If I need you to score 30 points a game, we're not going to win a game. Uh, and if I need you to be on the boards and dive for loose balls, that's what we need in order to be successful. So, you know, parents, you know, kind of pump the brakes a little bit uh, <laughs> and make sure that you understand and dial it in. And when you have an opportunity, you know, it's a two-way street. You know, don't think the coach always has to be the one to build that relationship. You as a parent can, you know, do the things, get involved. There's always, you know, uh, concessions that need to be yeah. sold. Be, be that parent so when you walk up and have an issue or a situation, you can have that conversation and then not, not always be on the defensive side 
of the ball of that conversation. So with that, kind of, I want to kind of turn the attention because some people don't know that you went to uh, you went to James Madison on a uh, on a scholarship. Yes, so I did. You know, not only yeah. are we talking mm-hmm. a coach, not only are we talking about husband, father, we also talking about sitting across the mic as an athlete. So let's get, let's kind of dip in that a little bit. Share with us uh, what that experience was like being a college athlete back in the day. It was um, it was exciting. That's what it was. You know, I had the opportunity to play uh, two sports in college, so, you know, it was really exciting. You know, being on the football team, you know, a nationally ranked football team was real, and not that I played a lot. You know, I'm just, I'm just a punter. But being on the team, I'm there, you right. know, and I'm in it. And, you know, <laughs> we got up to number two in the country, so it's like this is awesome, you know. What else could I ask for? That's right. And then to turn around and be able to do, you know, a track that I love so much, be able to long jump and triple jump, it was it was just an experience that you'll never forget. You know, you would like every person you know to experience that. You know, if you love to play a sport and being able to do it on the college level is totally different in high school because everyone on the team loves the sport. They're not just there to be a participant. They're there because they've put in the time and the work to be there. And, and there's no other, no other feeling like that to be in one with the whole team and you're all driving towards the same goal and you've all put in the work to get to this level. That's right. And so you want, so now guess what? Now you're going to stop wondering why he's on the podcast. Because not only think about it, I mean, he's a two sport uh, a graduate, you know, as you said, football as well as uh, track. So now you see why Dwight Simmons is on basketball more in the game and a basketball coach. So think about it. And you know what? We're sitting history again, making history every episode we lay out. This is the first time we've had a two sport college athlete on the podcast as well as a coach that uh, has done, you know, Great, great things uh, at, at the local level. Recognized, uh, again, wherever he goes, wherever Jimmy walks into, people know who he is just because of what he's laid out in front of these young men. So let's kind of just stay on that whole college scene. So you've been recruited. What was that What was that like? As, were they coming at you with football and track? Was it a package? Or were they saying, well, um, we want you for track? And then how did, how, how did all that play out? We had some come, you know, just for football, you know, a few. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't this outstanding football player. I was decent. I was a very good punter. Okay. You know, I was a very good punter. So I had people could look at me for that. And you know, track, I was, I was pretty good. So I had, you know, many colleges checking me out for that. But you know, I love, I love both sports. You know, and JMU was the only school to offer me the, the chance to do both. And uh, they said, here's some scholarship money to go along with that. And I said, well, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm packing my bags and going north. That's right. You know what? And that's all. And then watch this, folks. Now I'm going and you going you gonna say, man, coach, man, you just be out there just making sure you got all the hooks in the water. I, folks, we just I know we're in the studio. We're actually we're live, and so there's other things going on. So. Uh, that's why it was a little hesitation. They're working on some things in uh, actually in the main sanctuary, but that's all good. So as we keep flowing, uh, Coach Dwight, he's, uh, he's, as we said, he's a husband, father, and both of his daughters. Uh, uh, one's already graduated from uh, JMU, and the other is a junior. Senior. senior. Wow. Okay, well, let me sit down and <laughs> take a deep breath here. So she is a senior uh, already at uh, JMU. So, you know, dad went on the scholarship. Uh, and then uh, his oldest daughter went on a scholarship. Yes. And his youngest daughter is there on an academic scholarship. So the Simmons household, it's top to bottom, athlete, as well as, uh, as, as my dad would say, has all that head knowledge <laughs> to be able to be in that. So, you know, let's talk about that. How proud are you as a parent to have 
both of your daughters following your footsteps, not just going to college, but going to your alma mater? Well, it's great. One, well, for one thing, it's close. Mm-hmm. You know, if I want to see them, it's 30 minutes I can go see them. The other thing is the fact that they love the same school that I loved, you know, it means the world to me. You know, JMU is a great place, and I'm so proud that both girls decided to go there. You know, I have two more at home, and I'm hoping they're going, you know, the same direction. If they right. want to, it's great. If they don't want to, that's fine, too. But I would love for them to go to JMU. It's a great school. You're right. And, 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 and I know Coach is a big Carolina fan, but we're going we gonna to save that for the, for the <laughs> second half of the podcast. But, you know, in that, so, you know, think about it, folks. When, when, you, when you go out and you, and you talk to people and you, only know, you can't judge a book by its cover. So imagine when Coach Dwight walks in the gym and people go, oh, that's, you know, that's, that's Coach Simmons. You know, he's, you know, he, he coaches the AAU travel team, and they did this, and they went to – Florida and they did this, but when you stop and know the individual, look at the wealth of knowledge that he has as an individual. One, uh, college graduate. Two, uh, he was a college athlete. Two sport at that, as well as having uh, two daughters that are there. So, again, so when you when you listen to this podcast and you see him out and about, there ain't nothing but time and talent. Stop and tap into that and, and let him, you know, one, assist you wherever that. Now, I'm going to go ahead and put him out there. Uh, but, you know, that, that's a lot of times people don't tap into opportunities uh, and it's right at your fingertips. And you may have questions and, well, how do you go about, you know, finding out about this school? I'm being recruited. And, you know, so right here in your own backyard and those of you that uh, are listening abroad, you know, dial us in, shoot me an email and I can forward that wherever I need to forward that. But that's why we do this show so people can just, you know, take a few minutes out of their time, listen to what we have. Uh, and these, you know, these ladies and gentlemen are, are taking their time out to come and pour into you. Uh, things that they've been blessed with through their course of uh, course of life. So you know what? It, it, it's that time of the, the podcast where I've got to drop in another little uh, another little ad, and we're gonna toss this out to Act Sports. And if for your recreation youth uh, needs in Augusta County, surrounding areas, you want to go to www.playactsports.com and tap into that because it is the hottest and greatest thing going. Uh, you know, some of the sports that they – actually, if you're interested in playing flag football, you're late because registrations are closing. Same thing with volleyball. Uh, so next up will be rec basketball, and they'll also have um, soccer's flowing. They'll be doing uh, travel basketball. Uh, they got baseball going. They did um, – uh, track and field they went down and did an outstanding job at the uh, uh i think it was the commonwealth game so and actually i was walking down the hall uh, they, the lights out and almost fell over some wrestling mats uh they got down the hallway so you know we are you know busting at the seams and just all for the right reasons uh so we're very excited so again if you're looking for a great great place to plug your kids in that's going to look at the whole body not just the total just not not just the athlete that's playactsports.com for your recreation needs. So, all right, so I got one more question before we jump into the second half of the podcast. So, all of that, with all of that football background and track and field background, who is your favorite football player and who is your favorite track star person? My favorite football player would have to be, hmm, that's a tough one there. You know, I'm a Steelers fan. Just like I, know, I mean, that's all right. I, that's all right. <laughs> it's hard to pick it, one of those guys. It is, man. But that's all right. You heard that, folks. That was not a technical difficulty. <laughs> he is a Steelers fan. I'm thinking, um, wow. 
I think I have to go with Franco Harris, I think. Okay. You know what? For he's stealing off my sheet because that's, <laughs> that's the man. That is when somebody said, I'm, I'm, you know, it is hard. When you go and you start and you start. But, again, I grew up I grew up with Franco as the main running back back in the, the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Well, you know, in the 70s, uh, he was the man. So, I, I can't argue with that. Now, as it relates to track, what, I know you're a long jump and yes. all that kind of So, who, who's your favorite think, person? Hmm. My favorite would have to be Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis. All yes. right. So why Carl? Why why'd you just why'd... his um you know, his ability to do all the different things he was doing, you know, the hundred, the two hundred and the four by one and also go out and long jump, you know, twenty eight, twenty nine feet is amazing. You know, right. you have plenty of fast guys, you know, you have plenty of guys that can jump, but it's not that many can do both. Right. And for him to be able to do that and do it consistently for Oh my gosh! I mean, Olympics was the end. Oh, you know? right, exactly. You know, he twelve years, fourteen years, whatever it was, he was amazing the and whole time. Right, the whole time. The exactly. whole time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's a good call out. You know what, folks? Again, so this is Dwight Simmons from Stanton, Virginia, college football player, as well as track star, and that was at James Madison University, husband, father, and just all-around dynamic gentleman. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a 30-minute break and kind of gather our thoughts because we get ready to move to the second part of the podcast. It's called In the Paint. So give Coach a few minutes to step to the bench and freshen up his Gatorade, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. Hello, Shenandoah Valley. This is NBA Hall of Famer Ralph Sampson bringing you a new, exciting radio show called Out of Bounds with myself and Lamont Going. Hey, Ralph, thank you for the opportunity to co-host such a great show in the Shenandoah Valley. You will be impacted. Hey, I'm really excited to bring you this new show. You don't want to miss it. Coming in August. That's on 1240 ESPN Radio, and we'll see you Out of Bounds. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Goins is back, and uh, we just finished that little quick break. But, yeah, you heard right. Uh, we were actually in the studio the uh, last couple of days working on um, Out of Bounds with Ralph Sampson. You know, that's always going to be a great opportunity. And as uh, Coach Dwight said, his favorite stealer was Franco Harris. So we are working hard to, you know, get Franco on that line, and as well as Magic Johnson and – Cal Ripken, Sugar Ray Leonard, so more to come on that. But you know what? We are back with none other than Mr. Dwight Simmons on Basketball More in the Game. So as we get ready to get into what the second half of the podcast, which we call In the Paint, uh, and I love this session because this is where we get down and dirty, and as we know, we can't stay in here with no more than, no more than three seconds, so we're going to be kind of picking and popping. So let's talk a little bit about basketball because we can't do a show unless we talk about basketball. So in that. I know you're a Carolina man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he national champion. It's me riding high. Now, think about it. Now, state championship at the local level with his guys and his son and then going out there to Phoenix and knock down the national championship uh, off the hills of playing in the national championship the year prior. So, with with that, I'm going to put you on the spot. Give us your greatest North Carolina moment as a fan. Wow. I believe hmm. – the moment that sticks out in my mind the most is the Marvin Williams play against Duke. The rebound put back after the, off the um, missed free throw. I think that's, that's my moment. All right. So, now let me ask you this. You're a Virginia guy, and, and you end up going down and, and pulling for them hills down in my neck of the woods. <laughs> 
So how'd that come about? Well, to be honest, I, I was a UPA fan as uh, you know, as a middle schooler. You know, Ralph, mm-hmm. local, you know, local guy, Ralph Sampson, went to UVA. You know, my mom knew him and his family and stuff because she's from Harrisonburg. So, you know, I was a UVA fan when Ralph was there. But then, you know, a childhood friend of mine, you know, we grew up together, same street. He lived like two houses down from me, Kevin Madden, went to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, it's been Carolina blue ever since. You know what? And I tell you, and when I say Carolina, he, he's a fan because you know what, folks? He and his family make a trip. I think it's an annual trip. Yes. That they always go down to a blue heaven. Uh, and some people that's never been to the Dean Dome. Uh, you know, I, I grew up not too far from Chapel Hill. And uh, no, I'm not a Carolina fan. Uh, I'm not a Duke fan. <laughs> I, I just kind of just enjoy it and, and just kind of go. But you know what? One thing about that, if you ever have the opportunity uh, to walk in the Dean Dome, it is uh, it's a it's one of those things that you if you're a basketball fan. You need to put it on the bucket list. Same thing when you go into uh, Cameron Indoor. You know, you it's a. Yeah, I'm gonna call them out. Yeah, Duke. I'm gonna. Call, it's a dump. Okay. <laughs> uh, you walk in there, and I'm, I had an opportunity to go with Ralph not too long ago, and we were sitting in there and sitting on the wood bleachers, and you know, about big enough that you couldn't even change your mind with so many people in there. But you know, we actually had to wait until there was a timeout to get to our seats because you couldn't walk out because we were sitting. We actually had to walk out on the floor, but. Uh, again, just two great institutions right there, close to close to each other. And I know uh, Coach Dwight is a huge North Carolina fan, and uh, and as you said, uh, the great Kevin Madden, who, if I'm not mistaken, was the Virginia uh, Player of the Year his senior year. Yes, uh, went on down and had a great career, and actually, and actually played for Dean Smith, and and none other than the legendary Michael Jordan was on that same squad. So you know, just a great opportunity. Uh, to be down there and, and, and play. And, and, again, right here from Stanton, Virginia, went to the same school Coach Simmons did. So, all right, Coach, we're going to talk about a little bit about basketball, and, and we're going to stay on that same vein. Let, let's, let's talk about these one-and-dones. You're a basketball guy, and I know you're a college basketball man to your heart. What's your, yeah. what's your, what's your take on that? Well, the one-and-dones, I mean, you like them when they're on your team. <laughs> you know, they're usually pretty good basketball players. You know, you like them. He's a smart guy. But, I, well, here's how I feel, kind of. I, I used to be, you know, I didn't like guys going from high school straight to the NBA. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it because, you know, I, I wanted them on my Carolina team, you know. But as I've gotten older, you know, I don't think it's right for us to try to hold anybody back from making money if they can. Right. So if, I think if they can, if they have the ability to go from high school to the NBA and someone's going to draft them, I think they should be able to go. I think it's a you know it's a waste of time for the one and done. You're right. You know they're just there for a season, probably taking classes for a semester. Yeah, there we go. You know, there we go. And stay eligible. That's all they worry about. Yes. All right. And Get, in the second semester, they're not doing anything. You know what? You know that, that, that's a huge. And, and I'm glad you brought that out. And I'm going to kind of go here with this. Uh, you know, from old Coach Goins to seat, and as I look and just you know, he's saying that, and my mind runs back to Ben Simmons and how he was on this HBO special, and and that's basically what he did. Now, yep. He just only stayed eligible uh, through December when January rolled around. And he wasn't going to class. I mean, that's and, and and the only issue I have with it, most of these guys are not staying in the league. Play you know three or four years, and some of these guys, if they're not the elite players, uh, you know, you look at the guys that come out. You know, this year one, two, and three. Next year, there's going to be another somebody that's going to be one, two, and three again, uh, and and again to be able to fall back on. But on that same vein, I uh, also want to call out uh, the young man that went back. Uh, I think Greg Oden. 
He from Ohio. Uh, he's gone back to school, you know, and which has taken you know, that. That's a huge step uh, because you know due to injuries, and he went out. Uh, he was a you know, big recruit, went in and just couldn't get it done just due to injury. But he's back in school, and that's the that's the most important thing is to be able to get that education. You know, use that basketball train and, and ride that train. But when it's time to get off and it pulls into the station, you might not think it's your stop, but if you've got to get off. Make sure that you've got everything lined out and, and dialed in. So with that, you know, as, as Coach keeps laying that down in reference to college basketball, I, I, I cannot have him on the show and not dip a little bit in this whole NBA madness uh, with, the, with the grown men crying with LeBron and, and, and Kyrie Irving and everybody wants to beat a man. And, and if I saw Scottie Pippen right now, I think I'd hug his neck and just say appreciate him understanding his role and yes. playing the years that he did with it. So, Coach, what's your take on this whole – I want to be the man, and why can't guys get together like the you know think about back when the when the Celtics was rolling, the Lakers was Showtime, and there was all those superstars, but yet they came. But come on, t- talk 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 to us about that. I think part of this is you know when you're a good player, you get pampered, you know from high school or middle school. Come on, come on, on through. Come on, you know you're the best player in your town. Mm-hmm. You know you're the best player on your travel team, and you get all these accolades, and all these coaches are after you and stuff, and I mean, they get spoiled. You do. And is it their fault? Probably not. But should they grow up? Probably so. <laughs> I like that. Come on. But, uh, you know, if I have a chance to win a championship and I'm playing on a team, let's say Kyrie Irving, LeBron, why in the world would I want to leave to go somewhere else just so I can be the man, but I'm not going to win a championship? Is it about the championship? He's got money. You're right. So what is it about? Right. You know? You should be playing for the goal, which is to win the ring. That's. I'm pretty sure playing with LeBron gives you a pretty good chance to win the ring. You know, every what? year, every year. If you t- if you took LeBron and dropped him in D.C. up there with the Wizards, and next thing you know what, I ain't coach ain't got a crystal ball, but I think they'd be in the NBA Finals. <laughs> got that right. You know, just just because it's uh it's LeBron again, and I'm not uh, I'm not knocking anybody, or, 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 or again, either neither you know coach or myself aren't, but what we're calling out is just. You know, you, and I know everybody's looking at it for different reasons, but, you know, as, as individuals get out and they just don't understand that it is very tough to play the game by yourself. Yes. You know, you look what Kevin Durant did. He left and, and rolled over and, uh, to uh, Golden State. Now, if somebody would have been able to pull those coattails years ago, it, people forget that James Harden, uh, Russell Westbrook, and KD was all on the same team. But, now they were young. And everybody wanted to be the man, and they wanted to jump out and go do yep. their own thing. And uh, so it is what it is. But, you know, coaches calling out some great things. And, and as you young players and, and you coaches, you know, we, we want to challenge you with this. Uh, you know, appreciate the players that you have, but don't take that, you know, don't take that best player and put them on that pedestal. You know, because that, that is, you know, coaches are exactly right. It, it's alive and well. And we as adults and coaches, you know, we have to be able to make sure we reel that in and just don't let these guys – uh, get out and rock and roll. So, hey, listen, as we continue to, to roll in the paint, uh, we want to take this thing to, you know, just kind of, you know, share a little bit uh, uh, as, as what um, uh, Coach Dwight and his wife uh, are doing on the international scene. You think, the Coach, man, that's why this guy's on the show. Listen, I'm telling you. I mean, he's been a football player, college level. He's a college you know, track uh, star as well as his daughters in college, uh, graduate and one's a senior, just making it happen top to bottom. But I also had an opportunity 
Uh, and again, this is again we're making history. First person I've ever had on the podcast to travel international with. You know, I, I uh, had the opportunity to go with uh, Dwight and his wife down to Haiti. Uh, so we were down there uh, last. Uh, actually, when was it? Was uh, I guess it was almost winter time here, but it was like in February. It was February. It was February, and it was, we went down. It was like ninety some degrees. Uh, you know, lizards. You know, lizards falling off of the. The, the top of the building, we had some great fish. But, you know, if you don't mind, Coach, you kind of you know, share what's on you guys' heart and your trips to Haiti and, and what you've seen and the impact that you guys are making in that country. Well, our heart is, you know, to help our fellow man, you know, or fellow child, as it, be, as it may be. You know, they're, they are struggling. They are in Haiti. And we want to do whatever we can to help Haiti rebuild and reshape their future. You know, because right now the shoot, the future for them is is bleak. It is. And we want to be able to help in building Haiti up into, you know, a great nation that can change a whole lot of lives. And we want to start with the children. And, you know, the opportunity is there for us. And we're going to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're, I'm, I'm a lover of sports. You know that. You're right. Any sport. I love them all. And... We're going to take what we have here at Victory Worship Center, our Axe Sports Program, and we're going to do the same thing in Haiti. You know, we're going to start a sports program, and then from that we will add in, you know, teaching, life skills, um, trade skills, whatever we can do to help the community and and help he, uh, Haiti rebound. You know, and that, that's a huge, huge. Uh, you know, that's a huge thing. And the reason why I say that, because, again, not only when you know, I was down in, you know, just as a fact-finding uh, part of the uh, staff that went down, but uh, but I tell you, I have been in some third-world countries, and uh, Haiti is uh, Haiti. Is Haiti. Uh, and, and I'll leave it like that. Uh, not, uh, you know, it's not Coach Goins' you know, his position, um, but it is very, very hard uh, to, to, to be in that environment and see how the people – because uh, actually we went out to, I'll tell this, we went out to dinner, and I guarantee you we were there hour and a half, two hours. And the whole time there was constantly people at the well pumping water, you know, hauling water. And I see, I'm telling you, carrying your five-gallon buckets on top of their head, you know, a couple, you know, five-gallon buckets under their, under their arm. And they're not walking down the street. You know, they're walking back up in the hills on these stones. Uh, we stopped by a couple orphanages, and I, you know, I, I always try to carry, you know, a couple packs of, you know, chewing gum in my bag, and I was handing out these uh, sticks of gum, and it was as if I was giving away gold bullion, uh, you know, to some of these kids. You know, so your heart goes out. Uh, it's very emotional, uh, but I tell you, you know, if, if you got a loved one nearby, uh, you need to make sure you tell them that you love them, hug them. Uh, and understand that we're very, very uh, blessed to be in this country. I know, you know, we've been dealing with some, you know, some of that over-the-top stuff, as I call it, uh, and I'll leave it alone, uh, uh, that, and actually right in our back door over in Charlottesville and had an opportunity to go over there uh, last weekend. Uh, but in that, uh, you know, we are very fortunate. When you go, like, uh, Coach and his wife has been traveling over there numerous times, uh, not just, you know, one and done, and they're going over there and they're spending – a lot of time, you know, investing and inviting and just really working hard to, in order to make a difference uh, because uh, there's a lot of work to be done and you can't sit back in the sideline and, and saying woulda, shoulda, coulda. But so, again, we applaud them for their continued effort uh, as they move forward. Uh, and, and, again, that's what, you know, basketball more than the game is about. 
It's about getting the word out, making an impact. So if you can, if you want some additional information, please reach out to Coach Goins, and I'll make sure that I get that information uh, to Coach uh, Simmons and his uh, family, as well as uh, Victory Worship Center. So, again, we are trying to make a difference, and we will make a difference in every place that we put our foot uh, and I guarantee you that. Uh, so as we start to put the wraps on this thing and we get ready to embark in college football, man, I tell you, and he's a Clemson fan, so we're going to go there. You know, they won the net. I'm telling you, this, I mean, come on now. Think about it. I'm going to go back and recap it again. State championship here at the local level uh, with his son and his guys that he coached. I won the uh, college basketball championship with them Hills out there in Arizona and then went on out there and won the national championship. Um, with them Clemson Tigers. I'm going to have to ask him, did he have that Powerball lottery ticket uh, in his pocket? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> he, would, he would have been a clean sweep, man. You know what I mean? For, so, I mean, from a sport, I mean, you think about that. Not a lot of people. And the Steelers played in the AFC Championship game, so he was at the pinnacle of um, almost all of the sports th- this year. But going into college football, I see Clemson rolled out some big-time money for Coach Sweeney down there. That's, oh, yeah. That's an, I ain't no Clemson had that kind of that kind of money. But in that, well, tell us why. Why you be how you became a Clemson uh, fan and, and, and give us a prediction on how you guys will defend that title this year. You know, oddly enough, um, becoming a Clemson, Clemson fan, I was pretty much a bandwagon, but this was back in 81 when they won a championship. Shoot, okay. Okay, so I was young. I knew Clemson was an underdog, mm-hmm. wasn't supposed to win. They won. Well, hey, I like that team. That's my team right there. You know, I'm riding with them. They have a couple of guys on their team. I like them and stuff. I said, okay, yeah, that's my team. Yeah. Well, you know, from 81 till now, it's been a whole lot of suffering. It's been a long time. That's so, right. But I've been riding with them since 81, and I've stuck with them through, you know, a lot of coaches and a lot of losses. And it just feels good, man, to, to finally see that program get back to the top. You know, and Coach Sweeney is doing it the right way. You know, he's – his guys, he loves them. He tells them he loves them. He's teaching them, make sure they're becoming men, mm-hmm. you know, and make sure they have life after football. That's, that's the right. thing he's doing. You know what? That, that's huge. Think about it. I mean, this, 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 you know, Coach Simmons grew up in Virginia, you know, not too far from where we're actually doing this, uh, this show today. But then in that, you know, think about it. He, he, he loves a football team that's in Pennsylvania. He loves the college basketball team that's in North Carolina. And then we just go down south to uh, – uh, South Carolina, where he loves that college football team, and he's spending time out the country. So you know what? You ain't got to be home bred, home cooked, not to enjoy sports. So it's just a diversity that just makes the the wheels go round, and that's what's so great about uh, what we do and what we try to do here on basketball more in the game. It's not just to talk about basketball; it's to talk about life. It's to talk about you know what you do away from the court. The, the game has been great to coach. Uh, Simmons, the game is the the game has been great for me and my family. And you know what? And what we try to do is just give back. Uh, and as he said, and talked about his successes at the college level, and now that he's a professional and and being the moving shaker that he is. So in that, coach, you know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of quiet down over here and give you your closing comments and what's on your heart for our listening audience. Coach, you have the mic. I think one thing I want to get uh, one point I want to get across is, you know. Don't take the kids for granted. You know, you only have a short period of time to influence them, you know, and to speak into their lives. So take the time and, you know, speak positive things to their life, help them along when they need help. And if you do that, you know, not only will you reap the reward, they will too. 
you know, you'll see them grow up and become great adults. And you'll and when you see them 20 years from now, they'll come, hey, coach, how you doing, man? I haven't seen you in a long time. And it's the best feeling in the world to know that, you know, you had an influence on this person who's doing great things. So don't, don't waste your time. Take your time and spend it with children and help them, lead them, guide them. Wow. You know what? Now, I, can't, I ain't touching none of that. I ain't touching none of that. So you know what? And don't ask me why he was on the show, because if you ain't dialed that in, I, I ain't nothing I can do for you. So uh, as we always say, and as we start winding down the broadcast, we want to make sure that we drop our verse at John 14 and 6. I'm the way, the truth, and the light. And I'm your host, Coach Goins. And as we always say, somebody somewhere is working on the game, and I'll see you in the gym. <laughs>